Hi folks, and thank you for joining us for this Resnaculous Holiday Special. You know we couldn't leave you without one more, one more Resnaculous for this trash fire of a year. We have to make sure that you know our thoughts on these holiday traditions and special dishes that you all love to throw down on and love to share with your friends and neighbors whether they want you to or not. I'm Matt Peters, and of course, I'm joined by everybody's MVP, VIP, Number one snacky not Dolores Peters. Say hi, D. Damn, you bring me out. You bring me out. That's right. That's what's up. That's right. That's right. Because everybody's here for you. They know what the deal is. They hear me every week on Lex and Matt. When it comes to the resnackulous dish, they know where to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me back on the show. I Always. appreciate it, you know. Yeah. Been, yeah. been sitting here staring up at you 24-7 for the past nine months. But uh, thank you for putting me back on this show. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's almost uh, time for uh, Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. we are we are in the holiday season, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, so I'd like to know from you, what type of uh, holiday vittles do you take, partake in in your family? What do you... I'm asking you this like I'm not with you every holiday, I know, right? but I want the people at home to hear what you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for volleying that up for me, absolutely, babe. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, it used to be, uh, especially when it was me and my mom and my dad when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, they, my, my mom would always try to make some, you know, Christmas breakfast. And of course, she was also going to like make, you know, a few snacks for us to have throughout the day um, until we got to grandmother's house because that, that's when the real fe- feast was happening. That's when you throw it out. Yes, yes. The <laughs> buffet is open. Yes. At grandmother's house. But um, so, yeah, some of the things that she would make for breakfast was like, you know, pancakes and bacon. Just, you know, stuff. The fact that she made breakfast, period, was a miracle in, in itself because she's a nurse. Yes. She was a nurse. Um, so there were a lot of times that she was on call and couldn't even be there for breakfast. So the few occasions that she could, she would do that. And then as far as snacks go, she got real wise. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you know, I put up enough fuss with breakfast. I don't want to have to do anything too crazy. Uh, for pe- for us to snack on before yeah. going to grandmother's house. So she would just order a Swiss colony box Ooh. of snacks. Okay. And we would just snack on that for the rest of the day, which, I mean, if you haven't had a Swiss colony box, oh, <laughs> please bless yourself. Yes. Please, yes. please. It's a plethora of meats and cheeses, nuts, <laughs> candies, cookies, Jams, jellies, mm-hmm. spreads. It's it's fantastic. It's a little bit of everything. And yes. I, I wasn't really, um, I, I hadn't partaken in the Swiss colony experience until very recently. You know, for, for many years, you and I have always been like on the go for these holidays. Yes. And for the past couple of years, you know, because of circumstance or whatever, we've had to just kind of just take a moment and slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. especially this year. But yeah, like, you know, with the Swiss Colony, you ordered one. And, of course, we gift them to people as well. Yeah. But, you know, one for you, one for me. Yeah. And then <laughs> you get one for us. Because I know it's good. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. So you get one for us. And, it's yeah, it's, it's quite an array of just seemingly random items in this box. 
but it, it's all centered around like the sausage, you know? Yes. Like it's it's all about the summer sausage, mm-hmm. ironically, during the winter season. Yeah. Now, what I saw recent, not recently, I would say like last year, at Target, they started uh, offering the individual pieces of the Swiss Colony box for sale. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when, when you go in there, it's like they have the big Swiss Colony like end cap. And it's just like, oh, you can get sausages, cheeses, the jams. I have what not have seen you. that. Right. Wow. So they initiated this last year. And I'm sure they would do it this year as well. And maybe they are. But I don't know. I haven't been targeting in a while. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's um, interesting that they're breaking it up now and letting you do it a la yeah. carte. Because yeah. that kind of goes against what I think, like, uh, charcuterie culture mm-hmm. kind <laughs> of, uh, you know, dictated, like, you know, people want more control over what they're putting on that platter. Yeah. So they want to be part of the conversation, too. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know, people want to cobble together their own own combinations of tastes and things like that. And people do have different varieties that they really dig into. So I guess if you want all sausage, hey, have your sausage party. Have a sausage party. Totally fine. There you go. Night (laughs) cheese, you you are set. Yes, yes, yes. You know, earlier uh, this year, we, we I think even on here, we talked about the cheesemonger uh, oh, yes. that we became familiar with. If you oh. could imagine him bringing you a, a charcuterie mm. experience, that would be phenomenal. But mm. I'm derailing a little bit here. Um, something that I've been enamored with, even from like I was when I was a little kid, is the Chex Mix. Because Chex cereal, I'll be honest... Not my jam. You know, it's not the first cereal I would go for. Because, you know, when you're a little kid, it didn't have, like, the characters on there. It didn't have right. the, the mascots. And it didn't have the bright colors. It was just, like, plain and simple. Right. Checks. Yes. You know? And then, you know, Kix was kind of in that same wheelhouse. So it's yeah. like, okay, these are, like, the older kids' cereals. Let's not mess with those. <laughs> the older kids' cereals. Let's check out these Fruity Pebbles and see what the captain's going to make happen. <laughs> you know? But... <laughs> But when when it comes to the just epic, when it comes to the top tier holiday snack, checks mix, mm-hmm. when they start throwing in all these different ingredients and stuff like that, oh that's, that's when it's time for checks to shine. And I was exposed to this because I saw Charlie Brown on a commercial with all his friends and he went in the kitchen. And he put all these ingredients in this Ziploc bag and shook yes. it up. And he was doing a little dance. That was it, my you know? favorite commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Brown knew what was good. He knew how to get the party started. Yes. So, yes. you know, when he shook that Chex Mix bag, that was a life-changing experience for me. It really you know? was. Like, oh, this is for kids. Right. I just got to add some sugar to it. That's all. <laughs> some sugar, a little salt, make it savory. Man. A little bit of everything in there. So, you you were introduced today during our research for this episode, <laughs> something that I've I've known because I've had coworkers actually bring this to work. But what, what was the uh, particular variety of Chex Mix that you saw? So, well, first of all, just the 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 name of the <laughs> mixtures sometimes kind of throw me off. Yeah, like Christmas crack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Christmas white trash. Well, you know that's like. You know, referencing the snow outside, the white trash. It's okay. Just like, because, you know, it's like all the different, all the different trashy pieces in the kitchen you throw in there. And it's like a white Christmas experience because of the snow outside. Yeah, that's it. And the Man. Christmas crack. That's the, the wood crack. 
of Chris Kringle oh. as he like drives those reindeer, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, through the sky. That's mm. what that's reference. It's very festive. Wow. Very your, festive. Your interpretation of this is so innocent um, <laughs> and sweet. Yes. And damn, I adore you. Just like Chex Mix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one yeah. in particular you were talking about. What was the one? But there's like like there, there's many references to puppy chow. Puppy chow, like, Chase makes puppy chow. Yes. That's so like oh my god, why? <laughs> like I mean I, I I get it. You know you cover especially if you cover up all these checks pieces in chocolate yeah or peanut butter yeah all right yeah they're probably gonna look like you know dog food to a certain degree but then you douse it with powdered sugar and right. it's like. That's evidently not dog food. No, no. But, but it, I think you're right. I think you, you you were right on the money when you said, like, it, it's referencing how it looks like kibble yeah. when you throw it in the bowl because all the pieces are kind of the same color now. Right, exactly. And then, yeah, you put the sugar on top and it's a lot different. But, yeah, it's it's fucking great. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's actually it's, great. it's a testament. I, I got to say, it is a testament to the product, to checks, period, that they're so versatile <laughs> in their plainness yes. <laughs> that you can just throw some chocolate and some peanut butter on it and it's like oh my god uh-huh. this is magical and holiday like <laughs> yeah like, it's a delivery vehicle yes for the for the chocolate yes right but but what's funny though is that like um you know they have they have checks has the buddies yeah you know yeah. uh bags and they're pretty much their most like famous flavors flavor combinations put on the Czech cereal. And for some reason, I don't think that they do as well selling wise. I think that maybe the whole ritual of making yeah. the Czechs mix and the puppy chow and the Christmas crack white yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. It's a very it's down there. home experience. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's the tradition of passing down the recipe you know, from person to person, mm-hmm. you know, somebody at work brings some in and you're like, oh, what's the recipe for this Chex Mix? Or, you know, like cousin Judy brings some to a family gathering. Right. Like, this is really good. Oh, I put some, I put a dash of oregano in there for some reason. Right. And it's it like, works. what? Yeah. And it's like, wow, Judy, this is amazing. And, and then what Chex did, what the brand did was they renamed all these like homemade mm-hmm. concoctions mm-hmm. and tried to brand them themselves exactly. without understanding like, you can call it whatever you want, but if it's not coming from Cousin Judy, right? then we don't care. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's you can put chocolate on checks anytime you want. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know? But Although it's not it the is, same. But it is kind of funny, though, just thinking that it's a cereal. Yeah. And somebody put garlic powder on yes, that they bitch did. and said, yeah, yes, this is did. it. This is the one. And we, like, I know, like, regular Chex Mix, like, the original Chex Mix. Yeah. Is fantastic to me. I can take that all day, every day, um, with and all of its salt and seasoning and everything. It's just yum, yum, yum. And that's good. And I wanted to introduce you to a few other uh, snacks, but first, I want to tell you about. Um, <laughs> I want to tell you about the the perennial uh, treat in my family, which mm. is the the Kringle. You've had it before. Oh man, it's this flat. <gasps> like almost crispy, kind of like phyllo dough, phyllo dough. Yeah, phyllo dough. And it's filled with like a certain jam, jam or, or something, like, or a chutney. Like it's a. Uh... But it's it's called it's called it's called Kringle. Yeah. And the place you get it from 
is in Racine, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. O&H Bakery. Yep. Like, you can't, you can That's get it from one. other places, but if you do, it's a poor imitation to the Kringle Spawn Point, which yes. is Racine, Wisconsin. And every year, my dad will drive down there and come home with a trunk full for the Christmas gathering. <laughs> and believe you me, I'm taking home at least a quarter of one of them Kringles, boy. <laughs> like now, now, is it right that Kringles are Danish? Yes. Is it Danish in origin? It is Danish in okay. origin. There's a okay. windmill on the packaging and everything. Man, they mean that shit. It's quite good. So, of course, yes, different, different people from different backgrounds uh, are creative with uh, their culinary treats over the holidays. So um, I have here something called melted snowman cookies. What? Yeah, and it's just basically a sugar cookie with marshmallow melted on top, kind of frosted. You got a little snowman on there. It looks like he's melting. That's cute and impossible to 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 replicate. Like that's that's gonna look a hot, horrible mess in your in your oven. (laughs) Guaranteed. They're going to look sad. Yes. There's a a little something called reindeer bait, which is another variety. Of Chex, uh, Chex Mix. But this one in- includes uh, red and green sprinkles, mini marshmallows, mini pretzels, two kinds of Chex, oh. and white chocolate. Now, no yes. reindeer can have it. Yikes. That's fine. I'm not a fan. Kill those reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, man. you know, reindeer are allergic to actual chocolate, so they use white chocolate. See? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Christmas tree cookies, which are just three sugar cookies of different sizes, mm-hmm. stacked one on top of each other with a little bit of uh, green frosting in between. Okay. And sprinkles thrown on there and a star on top okay. to make it look like a Christmas tree. That's cute. But my favorite is the Oreo coal. So basically, you're using an Oreo as a base. And you put, like, a little bit of cream cheese on top of it, mm-hmm. and you melt chocolate over the whole thing. Oh. And it looks like a lump of coal. Oh, my god! So, you know, even if you've been bad this year, and you get a lump of coal, you'll still be happy with the outcome. It'll be a tasty, lumpy coal. Yeah, but make sure, because if somebody actually gives you coal and you bite into it, that's not resnackable. That's Damn. just nasty. Right. They are not your friend. No. Uh, you probably should never speak to them again. Exactly. Unless it's Superman, and he crushes that son of a gun into a diamond. Or, or... If if your friend's just trying to help you out and make sure that your teeth are white. Yes. And they're just like, yeah, you know, just gnaw on this. Mm-hmm. That, that'll help. Yeah. That'll help. I know you love coffee. Yeah. I know. I, I, I can see from 20 miles away that you really love coffee. So, oh, my. Yeah. So here, have this. Gnaw um, on this. Strawberries. Strawberries are also good for that. If you take like yes. a raw strawberry and run it across your teeth. Yes. Uh, you have like what looks like you've been like gnashing someone to death and right. their bloody teeth for a while. But once you rinse, <laughs> once you rinse, it's supposed to be like a, a, a whitening effect. The rinse is necessary. The rinse is necessary. Mm. So, of course, we can't leave you all without any uh, taste tests on this episode, on this very special holiday edition of Risnaculous. Now, you know, oddly enough, I must admit, we don't have any holiday treats to try. We've been blessed with several holiday treats Man. Uh, over these past few days. We've gotten... A multitude of cookies from our friends uh, Kelsey and and, and Candice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Willie. And Willie, of course, you know. I mean, man, a, a, just a plethora yeah. of these cookies. I've been baking a little bit, too. Yeah. So, you know, just forget about the diet oh. until next year, y'all, because it's it's time. It is time. The vernacular season is upon us. Yes, so, the fat is staying. That's right. That's right. It's yes. rich and delicious. <laughs> and we're going to start with a little bit of creme brulee. So this is something that we actually got uh, in a Japan box about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, it's it's a Lip- it's a Lipton product, 
creme brulee, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got Waldo on the bottle. So if you've been looking for this <laughs> son of a gun, he's hiding on a Lipton creme brulee bottle. Here he is. Yeah. Oddly enough. And he's holding a pumpkin. He is. So, <laughs> you know, when you go, you know, if you, if you watch any of the YouTube videos, or if you've even, I'm, I should also say, if you're from Japan, or if you've been to Japan, if you've visited, you know that their vending machine culture is amazing. Oh, man. Any type of meal you want, any type of experience you want to have mm-hmm. is found in these vending machines. That's right. Um, it's got to know where to go. Right. And so we've seen people, you know, getting soup out of different vending machines. That's why we wanted to be sure. And we used our translate device to make sure <laughs> that this is a, uh, a sweet treat and not some savory soup. Right. That we're some about to ingest Red bean here. soup or something. Yeah. Red bean soup can like, be sweet. It could be. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like it, it'll definitely say soup, but it ends up being super sweet. Super like, sweet. Ah. <laughs> Oh no! I know that was bad. I'm no. sorry. I apologize. Oh God, guys! Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try this. Um, yeah, creme brulee. Um, okay, first of all, when you smell it, yeah, it's sweet. Oh, it is. Sweet. It is crazy sweet. You smell mm-hmm. a lot of caramel, um, a whole lot of cream. I mean, the color of it is just like a mocha, but this is supposed to be creme brulee flavored tea. That's right, Lipton. Tea. That's right. That's so, right. So, um, and I am I am not a person who usually takes tea with cream or sugar and sugar. I'm straight up just a flat out, give me the water and the tea leaves. That's yes. it, kind of girl. I'm the but, same way. I'm the same way. And after taking a sip of this, um, I'm glad that you mentioned before I drank it that it tastes it it is a tea because I see creme brulee on there and I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is gonna be like milky and rich mm-hmm. and everything. But no, like the the primary flavor you get at least to me, is the tea. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that hits you. Right. And since it's a Lipton bottled tea, since it's a mass-produced Lipton tea, it has that kind of tangy Lipton flavor that hits you on the back of the throat. Right. It has that vegetal, uh, green type of feeling on the tongue. So automatically, it's like the the next taste I'm expecting is, you know, like a honey or a mint mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. But no, it's just creme brulee. It's sweet. <laughs> it's, it's caramel. Yeah. That's what you end up tasting. You're right. You're right. Like, you're right. it really is just like you taste a lot of, first it's tea, then it's milk, then it's caramel. Yes. It finishes on the caramel note. And that's like, it, it's pretty strong for for this particular uh, drink, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who find this absolutely delicious. And it's not bad. Um, it's not horrible at to all. Me, no. It's, it's, it's something to get used to, though. Yeah. It, especially because, just like I said, I'm just a, I am a straight tea drinker. Like, I really don't do a lot of milk and sugar in my, in my tea. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's just something to get used to, but still very good. Yeah, it is good. It's good. It's not something I would get on the regular. Nope. And, you know, it's one of those special flavors that they put out, you know, for this time of year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can understand somebody getting a bottle of it on an annual basis and just being like, okay, I've had it. Right, I'm, right. I'm happy with this. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so that's that. Yeah. That was had. All right. So. We survived that. Yeah, okay. our next one, our next one's only Resnaculous because it's something that I didn't ever expect to see. <laughs> it's it's two brands that did a crossover that really doesn't make any sense to me. 
Because, you know, for forever, since I was a little kid, smart food popcorn has had this white cheddar flavor. And they've had butter and they've had plain and they've had, like, different stuff. Chicago mix. They they recently had the... Uh, Chicago. Cat- I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're, they recently came out with the Chicago mix they, with the caramel and cheddar. Right. They did that, but then they also <clears throat> had that uh, Captain Crunch, Crunchberry, Smart Pop that Archie told us about. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So that they've been taking some chances lately. <laughs> they've they've been dipping their toe in the Vesnaculous Pond. They yes. heard about us. They uh-huh. wanted to wanted to see what was up. Right. So when I when I heard about the Captain Crunch thing, I'm like, okay, that's a stunt. I could see like one off, whatever. But then the brand that seems to cross over with everybody, they finally did, which is Flaming Hot. <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos, you know, that's the lunchroom staple. Right. You have it at every every bodega, every corner store, every Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. Go in there. If they don't have Flaming Hot Cheetos, you walk out because it's not a real store. <laughs> It's a front for something else. It's a front. You're getting into a trap. That's right. So, of course, Flaming Hot lately has has crossed over with, like, Funyuns Mm -hmm. and Ruffles. Yes. And things of that nature. Right. And ultimately, it just becomes about texture. Mm Mm-hmm. To me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I absolutely agree with that. Like, they do, like, they have a Flaming Hot Doritos. Like, that is a texture expectation that you would, you know, expect. That was a banger. Yeah. Like... You all know, those who follow me on Instagram know that I was concerned about Flaming Hot Doritos being a limited time thing at one point. So it, 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 there was a point in my life as a grown man where I have 40 little bags Good of Flaming Hot Doritos uh, in my drawer at work. Important files were supposed <laughs> to be in this drawer. I had a key to lock this when I went home over the weekend so nobody could go in there. And you open it up, what's in there? Flaming hot. Oh my god. Flaming hot, baby. You know, and actual files, actual yeah. documents are just laying out on top of your desk. Signatures. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of personal information. That right. Somebody could just walk over and right. yoink. Right. But no, no, no. Those Doritos though. Because I know my coworkers, they're locked under <laughs> and that you know they filed under F too. I ain't even messing around. I I can't stand Straight it. Straight up. Wow. Filed under F. Wow. I figure, look, okay, about the about the files being on the desk thing, look, I figure if <laughs> if somebody can get into the building I work, okay. get past security, yeah. go to the right floor on yeah. the elevator, get past all 20-something of my coworkers <laughs> who they've never seen before, sit in my seat, <laughs> which at the t- last time I was there was through, like, literally a foot away from my supervisor and then get my passwords they deserve to get whatever they want just you know what like you've worked hard you worked hard my friend enjoy your corporate takeover enjoy your, your hostile takeover of this company because you fooled and bamboozled everybody congratulations oh enjoy them damn doritos i mean yeah if, if another brother come in there and they don't recognize it's not me. Oh, wow. I hope you burn the place exactly. down. All right. <laughs> Just take what you want. I'm telling you. But let's get back to these Flamin' Hots. It's looking a little too black on the show right now. Oh Flamin' Hots. That was the perfect amount of black. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was quick. Thank you. Thank you. So these are these are Flamin' Hot White Cheddar. I like I like smart food. I like smart pop. Yes. Flamin' Hots. I love them. Mm-hmm. We've 
gone over that for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> so, I'm sad to say. Oh, no. That I just had a kernel of this flaming Hot White Cheddar Smart Food and... It's not good. Friends, dear friends, oh, no. listeners, loved ones, enemies, Smart Food CEO... Oh. I'm sorry to tell you that you have created a funky popcorn here. Oh, yeah. It is unfortunate because, you know, there has been hot popcorn before. Yes. Jay's famously oh. for years made a delicious hot popcorn. Yeah. It, as soon as you opened the bag, you couldn't keep people away. Right. Because it smelled a certain way. Right. Um, Chester, uh, Ch- was it Chester's Mix? Ch- uh, Chester's Chester, flaming. Chester, no, what? It didn't say flaming hot. hot. Not not flaming hot. It was just it was Chester's like, mix, like hot mix or something like something that. Something like that. Chester's hot popcorn, whatever. <laughs> but there was there was like yeah, there was a the a, a Cheetos popcorn with Chester Cheetos, the mascot, of yeah. course. That was hot. Yeah, that was okay. That just that burned your mouth out a little. But bit. But you enjoyed it sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it only cost a dollar. Yeah. Now this stuff. Ooh. I don't know, man. There's something about this just doesn't. It doesn't go. Yeah. Like it's sad. I don't know. I don't know if it's okay. So I don't know what the ratio of flavors are here. Mm-hmm. So like I'm used to, you know, when when you get the when you get the regular white cheddar smart food popcorn, there's a certain cheese flavor that you accustom it with, you right, know? Right. Um, and it's possible that that same flavor is on that that same level of flavor is on the popcorn and that they did just like hit it with all this spice and maybe the spice and the cheddar just aren't quite mixing they're just clashing with each other because like the first thing that you you, you it doesn't it doesn't just all meld together on your on your tongue the first thing i experienced was a funk right. in my nose right and it's just like a kind of a metallic sort of funk. I don't know. I can't say it any better than that. It's not an enjoyable funk. It's not a savory type of funk. It's just straight up funk. Like, just it just does. It, they just clash. They do. Flavors they do. really really clash. The actual texture of the popcorn seems to be fine. It's just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, the texture is fine. I'm glad that I didn't get the big bag. Yeah. I got oh, like God. you know. I, I don't know really how to equate it. It, it I would I would call it the dollar bag. Like it's a, like about the dollar yeah, size bag. Yeah. But yeah. Um mm. I feel like because like the the white cheddar is such a mild flavor, mm-hmm. I feel like they increased the amount of like flavor blast. Of white cheddar flavor. Yeah. To match the hot, the heat that could potentially come off of the hot flavor. Yeah. So white cheddar isn't the right type of cheese that goes with flame and hot. Um Cheddar, just yeah, regular, regular cheddar is fine, as maybe, we've learned sharp from. Cheddar, yeah. yeah, we've learned that from Cheetos. That yeah. works fine. Yeah. Um, the nacho cheese, excellent. Yeah. In my opinion, you can only eat like five of those before your mouth is on fire. Though. Right. Right. And then these little nuggets, these are like little fireballs you pop in your mouth too. Yeah. Like they really just mess you up. Mm. Roust about the tongue area, <laughs> you know. But listen, I'm I'm still not as disappointed in this. As I am in this next story I'm about to read to you. (laughs) And I'm about to read this to you because I'm still in disbelief. But you made me aware of this earlier today and I'm still angry about it. (laughs) Folks, I apologize for Uh, this. And you know what? I'm going to end it here. We're going to end it on this. 
and then we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a, a part two over on the Lex and Matt Patreon, and we're gonna talk about a, a couple more things that I'll hip you to later on. But the words that are about to come out of my mouth, I never thought I'd say. So much so, I'm like tripping over my own tongue now. <laughs> you can find flaming hot Cheetos sushi rolls in grocery stores now. What the hell, people? Friends, oh. you know, we've seen some crazy things with Flamin' Hots over the past few years. Oh, Doritos. Yes. Um, but then people started getting a little homegrown with it. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Flamin' Hot mozzarella sticks. Yep. We've seen uh, Flamin' Hot taquitos. We've seen... Flamin' Hot encrusted turkey legs. Yes. Or whole turkeys. Or whole turkeys. We've seen flaming hot mac and cheese. Flaming hot pickles. Flaming hot pickles. So yeah, they've they've gone a little off, a little 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 off the book. Yeah. With that stuff there. Yeah. But this this you know when you go to a grocery store and you and you buy sushi you're already taking a big chance because you don't <laughs> know a lot of you don't know a lot of details about that sushi. Like sometimes <laughs> sometimes you go into a grocery store I'll give I'll give uh like Jewel credit. Mm-hmm. In, in in Chicago here, you go into a grocery store. They have the actual like chef back there making it. Right, you can see, see what's going on with this sushi. Right. However, <laughs> if I see this man back there rolling around some California rolls Ugh. in Cheeto dust, uh-uh. like what do they do? They take the whole bag of Cheetos <laughs> and just crush it up, <laughs> and then just sprinkle it on the tray and I- then roll. I believe that somebody's snack comes to an end in the back and (laughs) they just take that empty bag and just oh no oh no just shake it on like and it's Mm, either way mm, it's mm. just wrong like I, I just can't okay I shouldn't say it's wrong it's just it's a wrong idea like it just it doesn't sound like it's gonna execute well I mean especially if you're the type of sushi eater who is really used to like wasabi yeah then you're already used to some super intense flavor even though you're not eating real wasabi if you're getting it here in america you're at least getting some some seriously strong horseradish paste Mm. at the very least so that's super intense super sharp super quick on the tongue it'll dissipate okay quickly um this is like trying it's like a step down it's a few <laughs> steps down yes from 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 that strong horseradish slash wasabi flavor so you're bound to be disappointed if you're looking for any kind of spice that's that that should taste right so here's sushi. here's what's involved with the sushi roll this is according to lizard.com um it's called the cheetos flaming hot roll mm. and that's also descriptive of what's going to happen later on. Man. Once you get done with this thing. Oh, God. Um, it's made with spicy crab, and that's in quotation marks. Mm. So, also I should point out crab is with a K. Huh? So, this is that imitation crab. Oh, no. <laughs> avocado. Okay. Cream cheese. Oh, God. Cucumber. Crushed Cheetos. And a drizzle of hot mayo. No, no thank you. The article goes on to say, the mix of cream cheese, cucumber, and avocado are meant to help cool down the spice from the Cheetos. Come on. 
This is just... Come on. Your stomach is going to be angry. First of all, if you're getting something like this, you don't eat sushi. <laughs> you don't... This is your first time having sushi. This is your first time having it, and it's only because, though, that Cheeto drew you in. That tree, that Cheeto flavor drew you in. That's something that's familiar to you. Here on Vestaculous, of course, we don't we don't like to yuck anybody's yuck. No. You know, that's not something that we like to do here, obviously. Mm. However, this is a cautionary tale. I will tell you when you're being foolish, though. That's true. But this is a cautionary tale. <laughs> when you encounter grocery store sushi mm-hmm. that has been rolled around mm-hmm. in the dregs of a bag of Cheetos after you've completed Lord. eating the Flamin' Hots. Ugh. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to warn you the same way that I would warn somebody that goes into a corner store, gets a 25 cent bag of Flamin' Hots and puts nacho cheese in there until it becomes like a pink gelatinous mess. Gross. (laughs) I'm going to warn you the same way. I'm going to say you're going to regret this later. Yep. But do you, boo. Enjoy yourself while you can. So the article goes on to say, if you're not quite sold on this combo, just think of this Hot Cheetos edition is something that adds both crunch and spice to a classic spicy crab roll. The uh, writer spelled it with a C that time, so yeah. I think that was a typo. You may already use wasabi or order sushi rolls with tempura inside to achieve either of these flavors and textures. So hot Cheetos are actually a pretty logical way to go here. Hard disagree, bud. Oh, man. Hard disagree. You are the wrongest. Mm. Like, okay, honestly, okay. If, if if you if you do like sushi and you've had it long enough, you do realize that first of all, anything that has the word spicy in it, it's typically being flavored spicily to cover fish that's been sitting mm. for a little while. In some in some in, scenarios, in, 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 in a yeah. lot of scenarios, that's the case. Yeah. But I mean, there are some like fantastic sushi restaurants some fantastic sushi like pre-made sushi roll like manufacturers sure. that actually have some quality product that is spicy but for the most part if you go to an actual sushi restaurant and you talk to a sushi maker they'll be like oh yeah we're not we don't do a whole lot of spicy sure because our fresh our fish is fresh and we want you to taste the fish that's that yeah in, in a lot of establishments that is the case you're right there's some establishments, though, that do cater to American pilots, pilots. Yeah, yeah. Of, of all backgrounds, yep. we'll yep. say. Yep. Um, we've been to quite a few nice places that have had a little spiciness on the menu. That is true. And even though I prefer not to get down like that, I understand there are those who do. And there's some sushi chefs that have gotten creative over the years. However. Mm-hmm. Y'all can do better than Cheetos this on sushi. This is a horrible mess. You can do better than Cheetos on sushi. So much better. All right, folks. Well, that's it for now. For this part of the episode, we're going to have a little bit of bonus fun, uh, including a taste test of, what's that thing called? Pickle Rick Miracle Seltzer. It'll be a miracle to get this past my lips. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. woo! We're also going to tell you about this new burger. That McDonald's is making with another odd combination of ingredients that you're never going to believe. And no, it's not the McRib. So (laughs) if you'd like to learn more about what we're going to be talking about, head over to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. Subscribe. We've got lots of mini episodes over there. If you like the beautiful sounds of Dee's voice, she's on a lot of the mini episodes that we have over there as well. Um, (laughs) You can hear me narrate 
a copy of the Black Panther Warriors of Wakanda children's book. So good, you guys. Awesome. So good. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of fun. So check us out. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Dee Peters. And we'll be back, unfortunately, <laughs> with more. It's <laughs> Take care, guys.